0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. The Invisible Artists' Carnival is making its way across Nova Scotia. The inclusive art show is put on by Other Hearts. They are a performance art collective based in Toronto. Youssef Khadoura is a playwright and actor with the collective, and he's going to tell you all about their upcoming show. Hello, Youssef. Hi, Dan. Thank you so much for having me here today. My pleasure. So let's start with the big and the broad. What's the idea behind the performances of the Invisible Artists' Carnival? Totally. Uh, So the idea
0: is uh, your ragtag carnival crew, myself and uh, other members of my collective, are traveling around searching for the titular Invisible Artists. Um, the invisible artists are people from community, they're disabled, mad, um, neurodivergent folks. Um, and uh, they're, they're artists who have been made invisible either uh, by society, uh, by the way in which they engage with art, um, and all the other ways in that artists are made invisible. So we're, we come out here and we do our show trying to bring these people Uh, into the world for our audience to see. Um, And every time we do this, we do it with local artists. Uh, So here in Halifax, we found two local uh, disabled performers um, to be our invisible artists
1: uh, for this community. So who are some of the artists that are being involved in the project? You said it's a lot of local, but there's also a lot of folks you're collaborating with on the front end. Mm -hmm. So who are some of the folks involved?
0: Uh, So I uh, play uh, Patches T Barker, the Carnival Barker. Alongside me, you will find Hari Thomas, uh, who is a member of the collective, as well as Sylvain Mercedes, uh, who are both on stage with me. Uh, We also have joining us from the uh, Kingston area, we have Aaron Ball, who is a uh, double-leg amputee and our primary Ariel Silk's artist uh, who we've worked with in many of the iterations before. Um, while we are here, we are working with Celie Quest, as well as a performer who goes by the name of Lexi. Uh, and we also work a lot with um, access artists as well. Uh, we've worked with a deaf ASL interpreter who goes by the name of Robin here in Halifax. Um, as well as a live audio describer uh, for the blind low vision community, Kat Germain. Um, so there's a whole a load of very talented folks <laughs> involved.
1: That's the second shout out that Kat Jermaine's gotten on the show today. So if Kat's uh, watching, you know Kat's <laughs> going to be super delighted about that one. She got a shout out in the first hour of the show as well. Uh, you know, I can really tell where sort of that disability and inclusion lens is built in to the ideology of what you're doing here. But what about accessibility built into the performance and the process?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. Uh, To begin with process, uh, the the way that we've tried to build the actual rehearsals in terms of creating and building this show um, is with reasonable kind of hours in mind. Um, I'm a traditional theater person in a lot of ways, so I'm pretty used to like 8 to 12-hour days as you're in a process for a show. We weren't interested in... Doing that. So, we've been doing, you know, um, at most five hours with our artists, uh, with our local artists to give them time for, you know, the rest of life and things that you have to deal with as a disabled person. Mm. Um, And when creating the script, we were really, we really wanted to make sure that we included access as a part of the form that we were doing not just something that you know we were going to put on later at the end so uh we one example is uh i give a visual description of myself and the other main carnival characters off the top of the show Mm. um as opposed to um you know having our uh, having Kat, our audio describer, do that for us and trying to find the time to fill it in, we're like, no, we can do this in a way where everyone uh, gets to hear it, right? Whether you use um, description or not. Um, and because we get to involve it as a part of the show, uh, we get to make it funny. Mm. Right? Um, we can make silly jokes uh in the description of it um while at the same time you know staying true to what it's there for to give people multiple ends to a performance that uh they may not have otherwise
1: That's such an interesting thought, because there is some balance there. I, I know it's something that even in doing this talk show every day, talking about disability inclusion, there's that temptation to be really earnest about it and really sincere about it. But the reality is, like, sometimes in life, you don't always want to be earnest and sincere. You want to embrace the absurdity.
0: Yeah, it's it's about having joy, right? We're we're all about having crip joy with this show, about uh, getting people excited and happy. Not every, you know, I, I love it when a show is really sincere, of course, um, and we try to do that. But we also just want to create something that people, you know, wandering down the street who come across our weird little caravan, uh, can stop and you know witness something special, witness yeah. something. Fun. Get a quick laugh in after a hard day.
1: Yeah, you can be authentic without being earnest, right? Like, like, like Mm -hmm. these two things can be uh, can be mutually exclusive. They actually they can they can work together. And sometimes the world can be laughed at even when it's unjust. So, so the the artistic space is becoming more inclusive. I think, generally speaking, Mm -hmm. you can say there's been some progress there there but why was it important for other hearts to make that investment in making art even more inclusive? Uh, We
0: think it benefits. Um, I'm an amputee. Um, Other members of my collective have various disabilities, and we're all a part of the community in some way. Um, And after doing, you know, traditional theater and all these things for so long we believe that there is something more inclusive that will better art for everyone and we all believe one of those ends is by making it accessible and making space for these stories and these voices um you know we we hear a lot of the same voices in theater Mm. um And that's not necessarily, you know, a terrible thing. Um, But we wonder about, you know, what else is there that hasn't been tapped? What opportunities are there that other people haven't had? Uh, And how can we offer our audiences the fullest expressions of what we do in our artistry? And a big part of that comes from Making it open to people. Yeah. Um, and making it open for ourselves and not burning ourselves out, uh, which the disability model, which disability arts kind of
1: demands of you. It, it's also that art is not a singularity. Like, in its nature, mm-hmm. there's supposed to be creativity. And I wonder about this being a bit more of a traveling show, what that offers to you in the way in which that you and your collective and your collaborators are able to do something a little bit different every night. Like, you did a night festival in Dartmouth over the weekend, you did a show at Arts Place in Annapolis Royal Nova Scotia last night. So what is Going on the Road offer you and your collective in terms of maybe doing a show that has some similarities, but that isn't locked into a singularity, it's
0: it's that wonderful thing of whatever community we go into, uh, we want the show to be representative of, you know, we want not representative, but we want the show to be informed by that community in that space. That's why we're, you know, working with local artists, um, you know, going into a community is more than making a one-off joke about like a bar in the city or something (laughs) like that. That joke is really funny and we definitely do it. Hello, hello, Winnipeg. How about that traffic on Portage, oh. Exactly, exactly. Um, And one thing the road does offer as well is a bit of unpredictability, uh, which is something we're still learning to work with. uh, unfortunately, because of rain last night, we couldn't go do that show in Annapolis Royal because we have lights, speakers, all those things. Um, but we are doing that show tomorrow night now, uh, 6 p.m., if any of your viewers happen to be around there. Um, and, you know, it being on the road forces us to be adaptable in certain ways. You know, we always have to have a rain day um we always need to, you know do our research and our due diligence ahead of time to go like okay, can we um, set up an aerial silks rig in this gravel parking lot mm. or uh, you know what what sort of mats do we need for our performers uh, if we're going to be doing this on uneven ground um being on the road is really wonderful and special because of, being able to share our experience as artists coming from Toronto and being able to learn so much more from these wider communities. Um, There's a great degree of uncertainty and needing to be, you know, really prepared going
1: into it, though, uh, because uh, it's a rainy time of year. Yeah, no, no doubt of no doubt about that one. So, Yusuf, what are the relevant points of contact here? Whether it be the Invisible Artist Carnival, some of the upcoming shows uh, you mentioned tomorrow night, six p.m. Atlantic time, uh, there in Annapolis Royal, or the Other Hearts Collective. What are the relevant points of contact to keep to keep up with you?
0: Uh, so, you can follow us on Instagram uh, at uh, other uh, following Other Hearts. Um, you can check out our website. Uh, for some of our previous work at www.otherhearts.ca. And if you are unable to make it to Annapolis Royal tomorrow night, we will be at the deanery about an hour outside
1: of Halifax uh, this Friday at 6.30 p.m. Right on. Hey, Yusuf, uh, best of luck on the road. I know life on the road's not always super easy. Uh, Enjoy. Hope the performances go, wait a minute, no, sorry. Break a leg. I didn't want to jinx you there. Break Already did. (laughs) Uh, Yusuf, all the best. Have a great time with you and the crew. You, thank you so much. Have a great <laughs> rest of your day. <laughs> Yusuf got me there. Uh, that's Yusuf Kdora Yusuf is a member of the Other Hearts Collective as mentioned shows uh, tomorrow night and Friday nights all around uh, Nova Scotia, Annapolis Royal Lake Charlotte otherhearts.ca to uh, learn more otherhearts.cA. Coming up after the break there are some new sports being added to the Olympics. Alex Smythe will toss a couple of those out to the round table for some chatter and chewing. This is now with Dave Brown on AMI TV.
0: Join me every couple weeks for the outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your
1: favorite podcast provider.